This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Oh, yeah, I look a little bottom heavy with that angle, but we're going to just deal with it. Hold on one second. Yeah, you know, it's just the angle. I'm very, very. You know, the opening. The the opening to this will be. I look a little bottom heavy on that angle. Please do not do. Do you dare? Mm, do, don't you dare? Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey. Excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is the one, the only, the most special person on earth, my favorite person on earth, which I say for all my guests, Miss oh. Nikki Glaser. <laughs> Thank you for that disclaimer. Don't be flattered. Don't yeah. get excited, even for Not even one, a little bit. No, I nope. had no time to, I go, Mm-mm. you know, I no. almost reacted to it. It's but great I guess, to be here. I guess you are one of my favorite comedians. I feel like... I was getting ready to come here today and I was like, I know he's going to say that because he does say that a lot. Um, and I just feel like you say it to everyone. That's not true. Who I else? Mean, not you th- everyone. Who else do you think I say everyone. it to? Just, uh, I don't know. There were some people that floated through my mind. I'm like, if that person's done this, he's probably said it. Like, but that's, I'm the same way. I think yeah. I tell a lot of people they're my best friend because they are. I just have like top shelf best friends and I have top shelf comedians who I'm like you're one you're like one of my fav- top five favorite comedians I, I give a lot of top fives and then people go then that's what number you're, now you're up to like 50 yeah if you keep fiving people you're like you're my top five you're my top five you're top, now yeah. you're up to way too many well I think it's it's not because I'm being disingenuous it's that I just don't I don't know how much I love so many things and I and I celebrate the things I love yeah but that's well Ari said this to me uh I think Ari said this to me the other day that I said I, I said I lo- no maybe it wasn't him it was an, it was a friend you're, that I said I love you a lot. I say I love you a lot to people. You do. Yeah. But I but I like because it's like I love you it means like it means I like something. you more but I don't say I love you to people unless I really do like them. That's honest. So people that are listening if you're like kind of in my proximity of friends and I don't say I love you, I, I don't know if I like you that much. That's a good way to know, but then That's like how a, about people that you actually truly do love and Can't can never happen. Can't really truly love anything. It's impossible. <laughs> I'm a broken, so I'm like, a broken human. When you really mean it though, like when you're in love with, like how did you tell your wife, like when you told, your, do you remember when you told your wife, I, we, when you said I love you? That's always like a moment I probably said I think I love you. Oh, that's, that's always the first thing Because I got nervous, say. you well, know? Well, it's on The Bachelor too. That's you go, always the. I think, I think I might love you. On The Bachelor, you kind of learn the steps of a relationship. Like you get together and you're like, I'm falling for you. Or you're <laughs> like, you go like, I think I'm falling for you. Then you go, I'm falling for you. Then you go, I think think I'm in love with you and then you say and then you finally say I, I love am. you. I love you. But all of it is I I I'm I love you. Which, but I don't believe in fall I don't, the falling term is not I don't believe in that shit. Well, that's just them being like are you okay with this? Cuz it's yeah, happening. Yeah, cuz I'm going to cuz I'm going to say it. It's going to I'm going to I'm in love with yeah, yeah. How many people have you said I love you to? <clears throat> I mean that way, not the hey, oh my god, I love my friend. And I know we all go like Oh, I wasn't in love then because now I'm in love or like the whatever current love we're feeling we're like it wasn't right before but I think when you say it you say it so I've said it one two two times like to the person meaning it and then and they reciprocated obviously um 
No? <laughs> dude, no? Dude, I have so many issues with this. I love you. It's wild. Did you say it and someone was like, mm. I didn't even realize until you just said that that I'm like, neither of them. What? I was the first to say it. Oh, yeah. It was it was pretty brutal. I So I've said, I, the first time I said I love you was my first boyfriend. I High was school? 24. Oh, what? Late bloomer. You're a full grown tree at that point. You're not a little flower. Oh, no. I was I was a tree. I was 24. Yeah, I was 24. First boyfriend. Wait, is this because of parental shit when you were young? Well, it was. Dad was like, no fucking book. Get him over here. Fuck him up. I had a really good dad. It's kind of like that. It's almost that where it was like. So why are you doing stand up? Um, because I had a really good dad. (laughs) No. uh, A little too good. No, I had a real good day. You know, I don't know. I had um, I don't know because I'm totally just. So why why I think I didn't like the short story for why I don't think I had a boyfriend until I was 24 was in high school. I was like just terrified of boys. Like I just liked them and I wanted to like make out with them and I wanted to do stuff and all my friends did and my friends were blowing guys and I was like devastated when they were like blowing guys. I you just, were like, you were upset that you didn't get to blow? No, no, no. That that you would do something oh, like that. Like I girls. just felt like it was the same feeling I had when I found out like friends voted for Trump. I was just like how could you? I thought we were <laughs> friends. Like I really was that devastated. Blow jobs in high school is comparable to voting for Trump? I was just like I don't understand why you would put your mouth on a penis like what why would you do that for this we this weird guy like i just it, we still feel that way guys are blown away i think that women want to do you that. should be it's yeah it's really amazing strange. that we and then we sometimes get to a point where we like it i don't know how you tricked us into are that you, are you somebody that likes it or you don't like I, it i can really enjoy it i just recently got on board with it pretty hardcore if you like the person is that yes, how it goes you got a lot the, you gotta yeah. like really that's my i think i love you is like i'm gonna blow you it's like i think clock. i love you i might be in love with yeah, you yeah yeah yeah. it's not good actually it's like i thought it was because I'm single right now and hooking up and like I thought, oh, blowjobs don't, you don't get as um, attached to someone. You don't risk. Right. You don't risk like having sex and being like, we're going to be together. Like the sex is just tends to mean so much after you do it, whether you want it to or not as a woman, especially one who is sober. And then I'm like, oh, but I can just like blow people and not get attached. Yeah, but like blow, to want to yeah. blow someone, I have to really like them. So then I already like them and then I'm having an intimate moment and then and then it's done. So and you're it, pretty much taking the same steps as having sex. It's just kind of like yeah, an intro. Pe- yeah. All of it is so it's I, I'm trying to protect myself from falling for people who don't deserve it and who are waste of my time. Because yeah. that's who I'm drawn to right now is like guys who are truly like not going to love me long term. How do you know that though? Because because I'm preoccupied with other things. Um, yes, they're um, they're either they're just like uh, they're just unavailable, completely yeah. emotionally unavailable, as am I. So I'm drawn to people who are really career driven, uh, just uh, alcoholics, workaholics, dr- like dry alcoholics, like just people who are not who are addicts. You love ad- people that are addicted. Yeah, because I am too, and people who feel like they're not deserving of love, so that they can't love someone. And so I'm knowing that I'm drawn to the type of guy I'm drawn to right now, which I haven't always been. I've been drawn to like healthy men before because I'm like in a healthy. But you don't really like place. them that much, don't you? No, it like it, a healthy guy. You're like this guy. He's fucking fine. In the end, he, you find you find that you you'll choose someone that you're like, oh, for the first time, I'm not going for a guy who is unavailable in this way. But then he'll be unavailable in a different kind of special way. So yeah. I think I do that. But anyway, I don't know what I was even talking about. My point is blow that blowjobs we are. Blow I have like I honestly could do like an hour on blowjobs. That's all I talk about. That's on great. We could anymore. do the whole hour. And on I'm talking all the stuff I'm saying about it is not even like traipsing on my material, which is I'm trying to be aware. Well, of. Well, let me let me say this then. Do you do you think that all 
Do you think it's hard for you because you're sober now and you've been sober for seven years? Seven years. Sober from alcohol. I'll be. Do you wear the medals around your neck ever? Do you no, ever carry them go. around? I don't go anywhere. Do you I, think, don't... I think it's so weird that they give like chips for that thing. I think it's kind of like you get something. Like I'm a child of addiction, but I, and I think it was always weird to see chips. I think that's a weird thing for some reason. Yeah, it's like wouldn't. a little shitty metal. As a metal. kid, I would be like, my mom's carrying around a little metal. It's like, like a shitty metal. Yeah. It's, it's like the worst trophy you can have. But no, I mean, it's, it's great. Good. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's just kind of like a sad reminder. Poor. I just feel like you don't need it. It does look poor. It's just like and a, a little satchel it's of my like chips. The worst trophy. It's just like a little, and they always look kind of dirty. And I don't know. They're they're like bad poker chips. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, we can make fun of it. They're like <laughs> shitty poker chips. They're like hustler casino poker chips. I'm not in the programs, but I I, I have not drank for uh, seven years, and yeah, it's changed hooking but, up. But we've hung out, and you don't care when other people drink around you. That doesn't no, bother you. Yeah, no, it doesn't even no. fucking matter at all. No, well, I kind of like it. That's the thing. It's like. Oh God! When I've I've dated a couple guys this year that drink, and I don't mind it. And um, drink excessively or just socially? No, just socially. And like they have one, and I'm like, I like you so much better with one. Is it the you, way? They, is it the way they smell? Ew, no, no. It's it's because they get like more like touchy, and they're like mm. more. They're they're just guard us down, and I feel like sure. so many guys are just like like this. Like I just I'm always dating guys that are like this, and so when they get a little drunk, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like. Feel like I'm taking advantage of them. Well, like that's I'd, why. That, that's why I, you brought this up, and this reminded me of. Every time I've ever seen The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, they're always blacked out the whole show. Yeah, Everyone drinks so the drunk. entire it fucking really show. Really, just makes everything go. That yeah, alcohol is great for hooking up. It is everything. If people didn't drink, people wouldn't have as much sex. But but that show that show's whole point is to have is to find love, and I feel like every scenario is fucking them drinking. Mm-hmm. Every scenario they're drinking. Yeah, yeah. Like they wouldn't put a sober person on that show. I bet. They would. They would definitely would. There's well, they wouldn't make people. it to the final round. No, they would because actually they would make it. They tend to make it further. People who can handle their alcohol because you get sloppy and then you're like, I just don't understand why you're talking to another girl. And it was like the second date, and then he's like, This girl's crazy. She's gone. So girls tend to get and guys get really hammered the yeah. first couple yeah, episodes, and get their so alcoholic comes out because there's free booze, and then they're off the show. Yeah, I get, I mean, you know, I, I just feel like it's so it's so oddly strategic the way they make those people drink all the time. And then I think about that in yeah. my own life of like, you know, like you joke about it. And I, I love it so much when you talk about people don't really think about what it's like to have sober sex with strangers, because most people of an age range of, you know, I don't know, 20 to 40, maybe are, are constantly dating or hooking up with people. And they're almost always intoxicated. Always. Like almost always. Yeah. You think so when, about you, it. when you go out, do you ever try to date sober people or no? Mm, um yes at first like my boyfriend for many many years was uh just has never drank has one of these people that's just never yeah. done anything and yeah. i was like jackpot because i had just quit drinking i was only interested in drinking people who also or dating people who also didn't drink and i was like this is amazing um and and it was because i don't want to be with someone who who drinks but uh there's a difference between someone who isn't I don't think he was like that but sometimes when people don't drink it means that they are not drinking because they are alcoholics like they would be if they did drink they just never have right but they have all the characteristics of that could be it right which I am attracted to because I have those characteristics and so like I think that even when you find someone who doesn't drink they still can be a nightmare to deal with sure and that are still people well yeah but I just, I've, someone, yeah, I've dated guys who don't drink, but what I'm, I would love a guy who could have a couple glasses of wine because honestly, guys get so much more like sexy and t- I tend to date guys that are a little bit withholding of affection. They're just a little bit. Stiff. Yeah. And I don't know why I tend to be 
to gravitate towards that because that's what I want so desperately is I like love affection. That's why when I I just did Dancing with the Stars and I joke about it, but I'm like, I got touched more in one practice than I did in like a whole relationship. And it just because, and it wasn't anything wrong with my boyfriend. He just isn't a, a affectionate. That's not his love language. Were you were you dating when you were on the show? No. You were totally single. I was single. Were you looking? It was amazing. Yeah, you wanted you wanted some I of mean, that. What is there's always some like sexy Cuban guy or some shit. I mean, everyone on that show is Nikki, so wanna, hot, dude. It I was awesome. I want to put you in the sky and touch you all over your legs. There's always some fucking gorgeous accented dude. Yeah, oh, Russian, all Russian too. Yeah. Yeah, my partner was like the hottest guy who's ever talked to me, let yeah. alone like touch me. You still talk to him? Uh, yeah, we're 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 still friends. But he, like, there but was no. never no. He's married. There was never no. any like that. But it, but it doesn't mean that you aren't getting the. Uh, like I would leave and be like, I've just been like dipped and manhandled all day, and I'd be like, I'm worked up. And then you'd walk out into the because we were at the Dancing with the Stars studio, and you walk out and there's all the stars from the show, all the other dancers. Some of them are single. You're just like, it was awesome like you were just like and everyone touches each other and everyone's going through the same crazy experience like you're on the real world right and um were people hooking up on the show um let me just say for sure people hook up on that show yeah i don't i don't need i don't need to dip into people's private information but i just i always wonder on those shows because anytime i mean this is true for for people that don't know for inside baseball stuff 90 percent of the time people in the business meet either their boyfriend girlfriend significant other or just someone they're fucking on the thing they're working on. It's on set. And especially in a world where you're like dancing, touching, getting close. Like every time I see Dancing with the Stars, every time I see any of those fucking partnership dancing shows, when people aren't fucking, I'm blown away. Dude. And they're, when, they're not, when they're like, no, we're just friends. I'm like, no fucking way. At least what it is is probably the dude pines for the girl so hard and she just is withholding because she cares more about the thing that they have more than a relationship that might exist. And the, But dudes, you know, we'll never it's get over that. We want it all. So many people, I mean, there's been very public ones of couples who are now together, like Robert sure. Hershevik and his dance partner. Like That's right, the Shark Tank dude. Yeah, yeah they're right. married, they have two kids now. You know, he was the son of an immigrant farmer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first thing they say all the time. The, the son, son of an immigrant farmer, Robert Hershevik. <laughs> they really do. Dude, they plug that, like that's the only characteristic the dude fucking has. But yeah, he divorced his wife and married that girl from the show. Yes, yes. And uh, I think was, they were already separated when he got on the show. But oh, right. I know it was very uh, clandestine and like private. Then uh, it just came out that Nikki Bella, the wrestler, is oh, right. dating her partner from Dancing with the Stars. Oh, Don't shit. know if they were fooling around during the show. Who was that dude? But that was two years ago. And his name's Artem. Artem. He's a Russian. He's one of the hot Russians. And uh, he's one of like the dancers on the show. So now they're dating. And um, so I'm not kidding. Like it is... There's nothing else like it. There is nothing else. Like it. The the only way to get more intimate with someone on a show is to do like fucking with the stars. Like uh, yeah. you're literally t- <laughs> rubbing each other, dipping. Like if you watch the show, if you've never watched the show, you know what you should pull. The thing that got me like so excited was like I found out who my dance partner was. I Googled him. I'm like, he's married. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to do some sexy ass dancing. Yeah. Like with wh- whoever I fun. want. Like I really want to like do a sexy dance. And um, I looked up Gleb, who was my partner. His name is Gleb Savchenko. And just Google YouTube Gleb Jana, J-A-N-A, uh, Tango. Dude, it's the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like he's... Who the fuck's Jana? Jana Kramer is a um, oh. country music star. Right. And she... Okay, right. And she She's, was the previous partner? She was his previous partner. They went really far. I was watching her the whole time being like, oh, God. Why? why? Jealous? 
like I'm a terrible dancer so I'm like this this girl's doing the splits she's so good she went so far on the show and I'm like poor Gleb has to be with me now can you do Ugh. the splits no I was working on them so hard I was close-ish <laughs> I remember one day Gleb was like can you do the splits and I'm like I'm working on it he's like let me see and he just was like he just didn't react he just turned around after like seeing my attempt he's like you're limber so, like 90 year old woman oh he used to say the meanest he'd be like you dance like robots that's what you dance like and he was <laughs> and I'm like I would like get tears in my eyes because he would be so Russian and cruel and just like honest yeah and he would be like no 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 I mean like I can program the robot to dance a new dance <laughs> I was just like don't spit it clap but um but that's because I, I think all those Russian dudes that are so cut up and so fucking I think it's because they live such a shit hard life Russia's so fucking tough yeah like it's such a tough place that they just don't put up with like poor me shit like poor me scenarios no, when someone's like oh this is this is, this is, I, I don't like how this is working out. And they're like, what? Yeah, I, w I would cry around him and he would just be like, what is happening? No, yeah, he's I'd, like, put those back. Put yeah, those away. I had to be, it was hard. He would be like, it would, it was, I, I felt like I had like a Russian gymnastics coach because he would like yell at me and then he would be not like it was it was but he didn't molest you to be fair he wasn't like a real gymnastics I was coach dying for him too yeah um, I was like can you use some of the doctor's techniques I my <laughs> I would <laughs> I, I heard those and I'm like I kind of I would like that um well you when you get kicked when you get kicked off the show does he he's done right he doesn't keep going no he just like keeps performing on the show in like different numbers for like other they throw him with in. other people yeah yeah, yeah. That's but cool. he's off it sucks it's like you really care about I knew I was bad. I didn't really care how far I went. I just didn't want to get kicked off immediately, which I did, which is Were fine. you the first to go? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's humiliating. No, I don't think that's humiliating. No, in the moment, it's it sucks. But it can sucks I tell you this? Way more I, than you I remember when you were going to be on the show. Yeah. Uh, we were sitting maybe at the comedy store or something. I don't remember where we were. And I said, what are you doing back in town? And you're like, I'm here for this thing. And I was like, what thing? And you were being so coy about it. And I it, it annoyed me anyone. so much. I know. But I was like, what? Why are you being so fucking weird? I was like, you know me. And you were like, I can't, I just can't tell you. And then when I saw it online, I was like, oh, okay, I get that shit. It was, they really make they you feel the like muzzle they on will you, take it away. You will yeah. not be doing the show if it gets out that you're, and I was like, and I wanted to do the show so badly. So I was just, yeah. Did I, you guys ever <clears throat> reach out to them or did they, they come to you first? They came to me. I would never want to do that show ever. I was like, when they asked me, I was like, please don't do this because I know I'll have to say yes because what a cool opportunity and yeah. what a weird thing to do. Yeah. And I'm terrible at dancing. So I knew that I was going to do it because it's just an insane thing to do. But I was mad. I was like, no, I don't want to do like... Cause it's so much work. I'm bad at dancing. It's embarrassing, but it's um, but it was the greatest thing I've ever done. It, was was there ever a moment that you think because it's somewhat like faux reality TV? It's not, but it is. I mean, there's like got to be a new word for that. It's kind of like interactive reality where it's like, it's not producer based in the sense of like you're dancing and that's about the only story arc that they're taking. No, they're it, they're planting shit still. Are they still producing? There's still oh, there's a lot of producing going on. I mean, you're being filmed the whole time. You practice four hours a day for a month leading up to the first show, and there's always a producer in the room. There's always a cameraman. But are they the trying room. to create sub story too, like a lot of subtext, like reality shows do, or no? In the beginning, later on, yes. If I would have yeah. lasted, they would have found some kind of narrative for me. But like early on, no. I mean, they were there were things here and there that they would be like so tell us about how you're feeling right now about what Gleb just said that you danced like a, a robot how does that make you feel and I'm like why are you bringing it up again yeah. like I just got done crying and now I'm like and a lot of just they were and then the the thing I realized is like oh my god I'm on a reality show like this is a legit totally reality show because sometimes you forget you're just like oh it's a dance competition where I'm a celebrity playing myself who cares but then I would get really upset because I just, my body would just not do the things that I wanted it to do. I felt like I was like, 
disabled sometimes when I was yeah. learning to dance. Like I really truly I was like, Gleb, I know the step. I've heard, seen you do it. I know that I can do it slowly. I can't do it fast five times in a row. And I don't know why I can't club. I don't know. Because he would be like, I've never seen anyone not to be like, get it four times. And then on the fifth time, not get it. I just, I, I've never seen that. And I'm like, well, then you need to go back to your ballroom teaching books and learn whatever disability I have and break through because I'm, I, so we were and just And the producers getting, are like, yes, yes, I would, I, yeah. And Gleb would be like, let's pretend like we like each other more than we do right now. Like it would, cause he's been on the show a while. So you're balancing this thing of like, should we make our relationship fraught for a storyline that will keep right. us on the show? Or should we actually, it's like we're best friends and we love each other and we're maybe in love with each other and that will keep us on the show right because there's many things that you're balancing but so i used to get worked up and then i would be like i'd want to cry like it'd be like the second day in a row like one day I, one time i cried three days in a row and gleb had to be like listen do you want to practice do you want to like cry separately do you want to like talk to me separately so we don't cry on camera because it has to look like we're having fun and i was like i'm not gonna cry anymore Go cry don't worry. In corner. and so i started sucking down my cries like i used to in a relationship and uh and i'm like i'll just do this later because it's not gonna like go away i can just right. deal with it so i would like hold it but sometimes i would I would not want to hold it. I couldn't. And it would just like, like the tears would start welling and I could see the cameraman, the producer, like see me do that. And he'd be like, <laughs> and then the cameraman would like be in my face and I'd just be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's going to be fine. Like I, it's fine. Gleb's getting water. So I have no one to talk to because it's just an empty dance studio. And I'd be like, yeah, I mean, he said that thing, but it's, he's right. Like I'm not a good dancer and it sucks for him. Like I would just, and then, um, and then I realized I really just need to, sometimes I had a three out it would be an hour in and I would be like I need to go cry so bad it would be like having to take a shit you're just like it needs to come out or I'm not gonna be able to focus yeah and you you're stuck because you can't go cry because you have a mic on and if you go to the bathroom to cry then you're the girl who went to the bathroom then they film the bathroom door and you're in there yeah. like <laughs> And you then, know, and then Gleb's outside the door, like, "Are you okay? Yes. What is happening in there?" Even if I'm, it's so private about it that I'm still mic'd, or I'm the girl who took off her mic. And even if you're taking it off in the most mild way of, they like, film that. Yeah. You still are like, <laughs> and like taking it off. So you still, <laughs> so you just have to wear it and just like wait till cr to cry until uh, Gleb's wife gives you a ride back to your hotel. Oh, did she did? Yeah, one That's time so she came and picked. Is she, she Russian was, too? Yeah, she's, she's a, like Russian a hot dancer, Russian girl? hot Russian dancer lady. You're a you're a little cry bitch. If she also chimes in, you're I a was, robot. I was so scared to meet her because it's also like I'm dancing with your husband every day, so this is going to be awkward. But also, she's a dancer, so I knew she understands that world, and I would watch videos of her, and she, I was like, this bitch is cool. And then she came to get Gleb one day, and Gleb was like, "Do you want to ride? Do you want Elena and us to drive you?" And so I, he goes, you sit in the front seat with Elena. And she like greeted me with this warm oh, hug. Nice. And I had just had a really rough day with Gleb where I was like, God, he's not being nice to me. And I'm really bad at this. And I started to see the fear in his eyes of like, I don't know if you can learn one dance. Like, I've never dealt with anyone who's so bad. No, there's no way you're the worst person he's ever danced with. Really? You think you're the worst person he's ever danced with? I I would I thought, I'm gonna get him on this podcast to see if what he says about it. I, he would probably say he he got really mean, and we were doing some press after the finale. I went back for the finale three months later after I got eliminated. Yeah, and we were doing press, and he was throwing me under the bus a little. Like you you he? see, he had some time to like really stew right. about how what of a shit deal he got <laughs> getting me as a partner. I'd rather still be on TV, but you know, yellow-haired <laughs> cry bitch had to whine every fucking five minutes. <laughs> I think it's so, that's so funny that he just like, he just let it all go after a certain amount of time. He was did. like, nah, fuck her. You know what? Fuck Nikki Glaser. He did. And 
and it was it was because I was kind of like, well, fuck Gleb. So we're holding on to each other doing these interviews because on Dancing with the Stars, your partner, you're just supposed to be always. I me. know. I, it's so funny how like poised everyone pretends to be. And so we're just like, and we're just like yelling at, like being so mean to each other with like smiles on our face. I mean, we did that in every press line. It was pretty fun. It would honestly be a really good bonding experience for Gleb and I because he would be hilarious, and I'd be like, oh, good, he can dish it too. But you still talk to him, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, everything is friends. all good now. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really good. Um, but it is weird. It's like you Would you do... ever do shit like that again? Anything reality based I'm again? I'm dying to do it again. You do want to do it again? I want to do Dancing with the Stars. Again? again? Just to prove yourself that you're not going to get kicked off, kick, kicked off to order? First of all, I just, I got injured. There were a lot of things, factors why I didn't last. I was not the worst dancer when I got kicked off. Who was the worst dancer? Um, Let's talk Probably shit. grocery store Joe. Yeah, um, the guy from The Bachelor. And I think he would admit it, but like he was, I honestly, I don't, but I don't think he should have gone before me because he was so, he's so adorable and like entertaining and like his dances were cute. Like it was kind of fun to watch him. So yeah. I get the appeal of that. Right. Um. There was also, um. yeah, there were just, there were other people that were just like, it was, there was nothing special. It was like, I... I was just as not special as they were, you know, like, but you there get, were, you know, like we just weren't good dancers. You were all farm league. The guy players. who won the show, Bobby Bones is like not a good dancer. Who's Bobby Bones? And I didn't know that I could have won. How come I don't know who Bobby Bones is? Who is Bobby Bones? Because you don't listen to country music, but if you did, you would know who Bobby right. Bones Bobby is. Right. Bobby Bones. Sorry for all the country fans. Bobby Bones. Big, he's awesome. He's huge. He's a radio guy who, <clears throat> a country yeah, music radio guy who's like in a million markets. And, and people fucking love Bobby Bones. Love him. He Apparently won, he can dance, huh? He can't. No, but he just won out of personality. Yeah. See, that's the thing about those shows that, that bothers me a and little bit. And people loved him. Yeah, reality kind of like bases a lot of it on such weird, minutia things like like that grocery store Joe guy. I remember watching him a little bit on The Bachelor or whatever. And like, he was a sweet dude and I liked him right away because you were like, oh, his personality. Also, he's from Chicago and I love mm-hmm. his dumb little accent. He's awesome. And he looks like a sweet dude. But also, the more I, I saw him on that show, the there wasn't a ton of substance to him for them to film him a lot so mm-hmm. they would just film him when he sounded like a dummy yeah like they would do that as he'd be like yeah. you know the swiss cheese always have holes you know like he would you know what i mean like that's <laughs> but he's so funny I, no it's, it's it's hilarious but yeah. it's also like you do realize a moment there's a part of it that i watch enough where i'm like are they creating this thing yeah. for him or is this who he really was that's my worry with any of those reality shows is like i think america kind of thinks they know how that stuff works but like you're divulging enough to to, for them to know that like there's so much more story that I think people don't realize that wasn't the intention for you you just kind of get sucked into this world really fast yeah, and I loved it though. yeah you did right I, lo- I love I love like oh I would have loved to have like a a romance on the show or like any like I would have right. loved a story like that like get, give it to me and I'll, not a fake one either like let's just you want just, it to happen yeah I, I am I always wanted to be on the real world the only reason I didn't do it or like try to do it because I think I would have gotten on. Because I think I, you I probably would have gotten on. I, as a like, I just share everything anyway, so I just yeah. feel like I would have been good in that environment. But I'm really glad I didn't, and I never wanted to because I wanted to be famous for something else. I was like, you can't. Yeah. Real world doesn't last, but actually, it does. Like, it's would a com- good way would, to. Would comedy take a backseat if something like that? If another reality show came along? I mean, Dancing with the Stars. It was like my life, and comedy took a backseat. But right now, no, no, no. Comedy will always come first, and I'll always have it, and always be good at it. And I feel. But like what if you get solidified as this character? Say another thing comes along in a different reality format where they they want to make a show just about you. Do you yeah. think comedy slowly goes away a little bit? No, I'll just focus- keep doing comedy, and then that will be part of the show. Yeah, you hope so. I would. I mean, reality show. Th- 
I'm I'm like dying to be on a reality show because it's the easiest thing to make. Yeah. It's it's like podcasting. Do you yeah, know what you I mean? Do, like yeah, we just, just sit out. down and talk. This is enjoyable. Yeah, it's fun as fuck. I, it's not hard for me to say yes to a podcast. It doesn't take a while. I show up. There's no hair and makeup. You just show up like there's no waiting around on set. Right. A reality show where I just live my life and I make a TV show where I don't have to be in a writer's room. Right. I don't have to be in editing. I mean, not I can there watch. there for 15 hours. Like, yeah. you're not writing all the day and then no one watches it because most people don't watch anything. <laughs> That's true. So I would rather make something that is that doesn't take up all my time right. that no one's watching than something that does. What is, it, what's, what is your ultimate? Because I do radio, I do stand-up. Like, I can't do a show, too. I can't be in a writer's room, too. That would take too much time. So yeah. what's your like? What's your ultimate end-game goal for you? What would be, like, the perfect scenario for you? I don't, like, career-wise, like, yeah. where do I want to be when I'm 70? Like, what's the end-game? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't mean the end game. I mean, kind of like, what would be like a great pinnacle moment in your career where, like, this is the kind oh. of the, the culmination of, like, oh, so much work. Like, what's the thing where you're like... You know, a lot of people say, like, I want my own sketch show. I want my own TV show. I want my own... Do you have an answer to that? Hosting SNL. That's when I'll know that, like, Damn. that's just an echelon where it's like, you've you made, made it. it. You've, you've fucking made, made it. it. Yeah. You're hosting SNL. Yeah. Like, I've never wanted to be on that show as a cast member. It was never my goal, but I've always loved the show. And then I've I've recently been like, oh, maybe I could do that show. Like, maybe that was no, an option I love for that me. show. I've talked about it enough. I still love that. I tested for it for four years ago or something. And Oh, yes. I love that fucking show. Oh my god! I still watch. I still watch every single fucking episode, and and it's weird how bitter people are about that show. Yeah, um, when you get rejected, I don't get it. I'm like, well, who, who? What the fuck is the difference? Who cares? I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I've gotten rejected from a million fucking jobs. So many things. It was just another fucking job, and also it was another job that I got close enough to where the guy who runs the show, Lauren Michaels, said really nice things to my face about me, and I was like, that's good enough. That's great. Good. Yeah, it was like that was fucking amazing, and I support the fuck out of that show because I think I've said this too much. I, I know people complain, but I'm always like there's no harder show to make on television than a show in a week it's fucking impossible we've made tv both of us and it takes forever to make forever forever to make good television and those fucking people have to do it in like five days that's that's insane that's pure insanity yeah but anyway i think like yeah hosting snl would be would be kind of a pinnacle for me as well also to me on a personal level i want so bad to be able to play like like massive theaters around mm-hmm. the country. That yeah. to me is my like goal goal. I mean, I just started like getting to the point where I mean, you're there too. We're pr- pretty much at the same place. I'm, st- I'm still careers. club level. I do very small theaters if I can. Me but too. I can, yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. I just I do clubs too. But like to be a club coming, we've been working clubs forever. Yeah, and no one knew who we were. Yeah, it's weird. And it's just comedy changes so drastically when you're a comedian that's been doing it like 15 ish years. 12 for me. Yeah. 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 Like us, like we, all we know is people not knowing who we are. Yep. And then the past couple of years, people know who we are. It's the best. It's the best. Performing for people who are already excited to see you. You don't even know that it's a gear that you're going to get. Right. Like I, you just assume comedy. You don't. I never was like someday they'll come to see me and it'll be much easier and more fun. No, no, you, no, you don't think that way. It's so much more fun. Right. When they're like down for you to be weird. And right. Like, right. It's just you can get away with so much more. When, and it could be bad because you can be, turn into a less good comedian because they're giving you so much. Yeah, you think yeah, that's my that's my that's my biggest fear in comedy is to get too comfortable when I'm not writing enough or trying enough or performing hard enough or giving people as will much never effort. like you that much. We'll always let you know. Okay, good. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I see people like I don't want to. I'm not trying to throw anyone's name out there, but I like know a few people that have gotten a huge you bang won't get that way, and I just get nervous about that because. Though. But you've d- seen it. You see it too. I know but you. They I don't. Know you do. 
they don't think about that they're not like oh, am i gonna get worse i don't think they they're think just, about it like you're yeah. paranoid about it it won't happen to you massively fucking paranoid and i'll let you know if if i if you're just send if me I one watch text your, if i get to the laugh factory early for my set and i catch a couple minutes and i'm you're just like, like you're oh. garbage just not what you used to be you're phoning it in like Someone's... what's up with these chinese people dude well that is a bit you're working on <laughs> yeah. right yeah man something about the chinese <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude just to give you toot your horn a little bit everyone who ever like people talk about you a lot and how funny you are which obviously i i, I remember the first time i saw you being like because I always knew your name, but I did not know your name. We don't watch each other. No, we don't. But we've ta- we talked about this. At the improv, I said, you know, I introduced myself to you after us not knowing each other for a long time. I said, I know you and I really like you, but I don't. we don't know each other. Yeah. And that's such a weird thing that happens in our business where you're like, there's people that I fucking love in New York that I've never met. Yeah. And I fucking love them. I think they're and, amazing but comics. But you will know them someday because you'll be on, you'll be at Montreal someday. Yeah. And it's, it, like, yeah, it just bump into all, somebody. It's yeah. such a small world. But yeah, I just hadn't seen you before. And then you were at the improv and I was just like, and I think I had to like wait a little. I usually just don't watch stand up. I don't know why. I feel like I'm just. No, none of us really do. But then I was like forced to watch you from some circumstance. Forced. Not, not like I didn't want to, but you just happen to be on when I'm in the room on my phone. And I was just like, whoa, what the fuck is happening? Like this guy is like, like, you're one of those people that you're just like, oh, fuck, I have to work harder. No, like that it. made me feel that way. It really did. But I will say, and that was years ago. And then you're one person that like when when we're on shows together and I bring friends people like continually like talk to me about you like oh Jana like yeah, my friend t- yeah, Jana that's right. that text was we nice. just, yeah Jana Kramer who was Gleb's partner on Dancing with the Stars came to come came to see me she was pregnant she was like nine months pregnant like yeah. about to pop and she couldn't last oh no she'd just given birth she she couldn't last uh, until my set I was after you and she left right after <laughs> you and like couldn't she came to see me she's like sorry I, she's I like, saw it doesn't that get guy. better than that <laughs> <laughs> she was like texting me inside jokes about your jokes that I hadn't seen. I'm like, I'll pass it, it along. I'm sure he'll like this. But like, yeah, people people enjoy you. I Good appreciate job. It. I'm, fl- I'm very flattered. Well, I've, I've always been, I, w- I was a fan of yours. I was a fan of yours before. Not to have us be uh, just yeah, like I a dick like sucking competition, but this. I was a fan of yours before I met you. But I do feel like um, that's something that does happen all the time. No, you mm-hmm. can't, you can't drink coffee on this correctly. Um, what I wanted to talk to you about, what's the, do you remember, because I do, I have had a lot of people that are sober on the show. Uh, like Bobby and well, Bobby is sober. Delia I'm not has sober, never had... by the way. I, I smoke so much weed. Yeah, but I still think you are. Okay, from alcohol. And that means something to me. But because I alcohol, don't like... alcohol was the one thing that fucked you up, right? Yeah, that was the one thing that was like making me blind to my problems and waking up feeling like shit and um, getting involved in relationships I shouldn't. But uh, it hasn't helped the relationship. No, it did a little bit. But Did you, were you, don't take this the wrong way. Yeah. Were you, were you, um, a philanderer when you were drunk were you kind of slutty when you got fucked up yeah like the first like, thing you did when how, you got fucked that's up that's why you slept around. back to the sex thing like i struggle now as a sober from alcohol person to have sex when i want to have sex because sometimes i want to have sex but i don't want it to like mean anything so when i used to drink when that feeling would bubble up where You're i'd right. be like i want to just like i'm horned up just want to fuck something i would i would hone in on a guy that i'm like he would, he would we've had a vibe before <laughs> he would i would this put myself like in a would. situation i'd go to a show or i'd go to like the bar that we were all hanging out at in new right. york wherever i was and then i would drink to blackout because i knew once i was blacked out I could have, I would have sex and like, then I'd wake up in the morning and be like, oh, I had sex, but then I wouldn't like remember it. It wouldn't ever. matter. 
It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't. I, you just don't get as attached to people when you don't remember the sex that you have with them. Well, yeah, no shit. That, when right? it blacks out, right? Yeah, yeah, but also, so I protect my heart. But then you then then you felt way worse about fucking because you were like, I can't. I didn't feel I, bad about no, the fucking. Never. No. Huh? Uh, sometimes I was like, oh, I probably did some gross stuff one night. Like one time I thought I did anal and I didn't, and I like talked to the guy about it later and I was like, when we did anal, and he's like, no, we didn't. I'm like, why did I just throw that in there? <laughs> I would just, I thought I lost my anal virginity with a guy. I just assumed. Was your ass was, sore the next day? No, it was I feel just. like you would know. I had like a, an, like, I don't know why, but I just convinced myself, like, because we would just have like kind of filthy sex, like filthy drunk sex. And but so hot. Yeah, like super like porny, like, but I don't, honestly, I couldn't conjure one memory of it right now because we were always so wasted, but I just knew mm. that it was like that kind of sex. And so I think I just like assumed that I did. I don't know, because. I was like, he probably went for it and I'd probably be down. So it probably happened. And then I referenced it to him years later. And he was like, we never, did. I'm like, I'm walking around thinking, thinking you did anal. I did anal. Here I, I am, someone thinking that I'm in the anal club <laughs> and I'm fucking embarrassed. It's so embarrassing because what a, what a wild whore do you sound like when you've told a guy that like, you know, when we had anal, he's just like, no, no. <laughs> I would remember. And I was like, yes, we, I tried to like fight it at first. Like, yes, yes we did. We and he's did. Like, no, you don't understand. Like, I would remember that. Like, that's a thing I would remember. You definitely would remember that. Have you had your virginity taken? Your anal virginity? Yes. Yes. Yes, after that, I know. Yes, 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 yes. yes but yes. that's not a thing you like. Yes, it is. You love it. Yes, a lot. I mean, it is not something I've. I haven't done it for maybe over a year at this point. But when I get to do if it, if you're I hooking up with a guy, it. will you let him do it, or no, does it has to be a relationship? No, relationship. That's a relationship. Relationship thing. for sure. Yeah. Or like a. Um, what if Gleb wanted to do it? Gleb was is married, and no. In a Gleb. perfect world, would Gleb gotten the ass? <laughs> No, 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 I would have to be like in a relationship with him. Um, After you dance with him, he makes you cry and he's like, let me fuck you and ass make you feel better. I mean, God, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'll let listen me back pump, to the audio Let me of pump that. your pooper and I will make you feel better. <laughs> God, no, no, um, no, it's, it's yeah. Gotta be, it's got to be a thing where you really, really and like it. It has dude. to be a guy. It has to be a thing where the guy like really wants to do it. Like he can't just be like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, because you like it. I like part of my life it is that they're like you're doing this you're such a sick <laughs> bitch and i'm like i know if you there's not I, that's what I, people always i don't want to get it misconstrued i don't like talking about that i like anal i remember one time talking about anal on my show on um comedy central and i remember natasha legero was like you just say that you like anal sex you just say that yeah sure. and i was just like yeah and it, i always felt like I don't want people to think I'm saying it to be like sexy or to like get boys. To, like that's always the risk you run talking about sex as a woman is that you think because sometimes guys do get turned on because you're talking about this stuff. But I'm also just telling you. Yeah. So anyway, that disclaimer aside, I do like it. And what was your question before? Oh, I do have to be I don't have to be in love. Right. But I have to have the guy like the guy has to be like, yeah, it, yes. It makes you feel like. I'm depraved. Like, what's wrong with me? Because I always feel like I'm such a rule follower. Everything just is like, ever, I'm in control of everything. And when you're doing something that disgusting that shouldn't be happening, like, there's yeah. no reason for that. It's there's very a wrong. perfectly working hole next to A better to hole it. in the front. Yes. Yeah. It's like, what, it, there's just something about. Um, I find it odd that guys are obsessed. Some guys are obsessed with anal. Because I have like a weird thing with it. The dirtiest thing you can do. Yeah, but I don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't not know. the dirtiest. But. No, it's just there's something about it that's kind of like I don't know. Yeah, if Yeah, what's I your feeling about it? I don't trust any guy that like loves loves anal. I just don't trust the guy. 
you mean you think he might be gay? No, because that's like a cheap answer. I know people say that, but my I, therapist used to say that. I, I don't he's think gay, it's gay. Ricky. He's gay. No, I, you know what I really think it is. I think they just like that. They have some semblance of weird repression about yeah butt stuff. Whatever that weird. No, there's thing always is. a butt thing. Something happened at their. My other therapist used to say that something happened at the, like some their, kid like, in the neighborhood. Stage. Yeah, touched him in the ass. Or yeah, fucking, yeah. Well, that's weird. probably something that happened to me. Totally, with my butt. Yeah, we know like, it does. Like for sure, like we know it did, did for sure. Yeah, you know when like you got touched you know, in the butt. I know. Yeah. No, not like I definitely wasn't molested. I would have already probably talked about it a million times if that was the case. But um, yeah, something definitely. That should have been me. the story arc on Dancing with the Stars. There was something around. <laughs> Nikki has butt stuff problems. I don't. every time Glad lifts you up, you just are like, I can't put me down. I can't. It's too close to my anus. <laughs> That's why I would never make it on any of those shows. I always talk about that. Like I'm like um. Whenever they do comics on like American Idol or any of that stuff, they have to also have a sad story. You also have to have like Tourette's oh, yeah. or your mom died oh, of I cancer. Oh, I gave them or... my saddest story because they're because that's what happens. You, the dance that I wanted to make it to is called Most Memorable Year. They do it every year on the show, and everyone picks a song, and then they talk about like the the year of their life where they overcame. It's the sa- sob story yeah. year, and I wanted have that it. so bad. I wanted that dance. So What's your bad. sob story? I mean, I was anorexic and I was going to show all the pictures that I've never shown. And like all, like I was gonna really going to give it to them. And I like was text, like all these producers have pictures of me as like a skeleton as a teenager. And I'm like, please don't. Anorexic, anorexic won't eat bulimic throw up. Am I right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Were I you did both? both. D- yeah, you did both. I eventually got into bulimia later on because I started eating again and I was like, I don't think I can ever starve myself again. That was really difficult and like kind I'll of crazy. Just throw it up. So I'll just start. The way you it said up. I did both sounds like you know like yeah a, I died to both. But like, I was ve- I was very anorexic, almost died from it. That's why I didn't have a boyfriend. So back to why I didn't have a boyfriend until 24. Anorexic, high school scared of boys. Got anorexic at the end of high school. Anorexic all of college. No one wanted to touch me. I didn't want to touch anyone, but I looked like crazy. And then um, I discovered comedy, and then I was like obsessed with comedy. And then eventually, um, I got a boyfriend from comedy. But how did you beat the anorexia and the bulimia? It's comedy. Comedy got you out, mm-hmm. and comedy got you out of drinking. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of Isn't career. That yeah, because I was just like, I can't have the career I want if I drink. And you didn't go to meetings or anything. You don't go to any kind of addiction. No, meetings, I read so. a book, The what Easy book? Way to Stop Drinking, by Alan really? Carr. He wrote, so he everyone, wrote, if you're having trouble, read The Easy Way to Stop Drinking by Alan Carr. The Easy Way to Stop Drinking by Alan Carr. Um, and a couple other comics also have used his methods. Uh, like I think Joe List, Dan Soder, these are all guys who don't drink anymore. Yeah, I think all they sober. also, yeah, they, they might use other things too, but I don't want to assume it was just this book. But for me, it was just this book. I just read it. You can drink while you read it. Um, and then he also has a book called The Easy Way to Stop Smoking that I had already stopped smoking with four years before I quit drinking. Um, that you can smoke while you read the book and then by the end of the book it just like it, it does all this mental wow. stuff to you that you're just like I don't want to smoke anymore and I never I, knew you as a smoker no I, but sm- I, used to, I loved it yeah you did yeah and oh, when, yeah. You, when you smoke when you see you smoke pot now but do you get do you smoke pot or do you vape or do you fuck, what I do, do you do all. you do everything yeah what's your favorite smoking you love smoking pot like smoking because a joint um yeah like a bowl or a joint because it's just like immediate and yeah, like you know how high you are you can go out and you can get as high as you need to be yeah. i don't like sneaky highs no, edibles are so fucking annoying oh, dude i did i smoked a little bit of weed before my set this uh on friday night and just like a one puff of this joint and it had something called shatter in it mm. 
I'm like, yeah. don't put shatter in these. Shatter. Tr-. And then I, I was totally mentally like ready and perfect and like right. right where I wanted to be, kind of like a little bit high, but like goofy. But my body, I was like, I'm gonna faint. Like that, whatever it was, it was making me feel like. And I got on the stage and I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna have to call my opener back up because you got too fucked up yeah i was like because this stupid shatter shit i took one hit like i know myself i smoke a lot of weed i can handle one hit and i'm out there i'm like oh no and then i just because I, I fainted on stage before from from weed, weed. yeah like in 2007 because that thc concentrate shatters concentrate so it's extremely dense that's why <laughs> yeah all that shit is and i was just like it my mind was fine like i but it was just i was like panic mode and so so in 2007, I fainted on stage because I've never fainted before. Where? I was just like, what club? I was at Hennessy's in Dana Point. Point. Oh my God, I have a Hennessy story. Really? This is insane. Finish your story and I'll tell well, you. Well, I once I got on stage. I got. I was. I was pretty. I was dabbling again in anorexia because I was about to go to Montreal, and so I wanted to lose a bunch of weight, and I was right. like nervous about it, so I just stopped eating. I was working out too much. I I like. I got off a temp job. I ran. I went home and ran. I smoked weed on the way down, driving down to Dana Point, and they, and I was broke at the time. And they feed you there. Yeah, so, they give you a meal. Yeah, so I got there and I like put in my order because I was like so excited about my one meal a day that I was gonna like binge on. And they're like, "Can you go up now?" And I'm like, "I, I really need to eat." And they're like, "Just you, it'll be." Just okay. go do your fucking time. So I did my time. I'm up there. I'm like three jokes in, and I just my brain isn't working, and I'm not getting laughs, and like it's just. I can't Panic. make the words and I don't know what's happening. And I did, I land one joke and I remember they laughed and then I just was like, I feel like I'm going to faint. And, and, and the girl, there was like girls in the front. I mean, it was a packed fucking restaurant. Yeah. And I was on a, an elevated stage and I go, is that awkward? And it was, let me just say it was before <laughs> awkward was like a thing. Everyone said, is it awkward if I faint? Yeah. I was like, is that awkward? And the girl goes, yeah. And I go, it is, and then I was. That was the last thing I remember, and then I was out. And then Mark, what was his name? Saratella. No. no, another Mark that used to be on the scene and booked those shows. Ran up on stage and like, I fell, but like, all these people were. And then I woke up from a dream, from a nightmare where I fainted on stage. You know when you like wake oh, yeah. and you go, oh thank God that wasn't real. Oh my oh, God, my God, it's real. <laughs> like, it was nuts. I was like, oh, like I had that that thought that you have after a nightmare where you're like, oh, reality is so much better. Like, and then it was like, oh no, this is real. It felt like a fucking nightmare. And I got up and the room is silent because they're like, oh my God, you know? And um, and I, I, my adrenaline kicked in and I ran to the women's room, but all the guys that were helping me didn't follow me in there because it was the women's room. So I'm in the women's room alone. And I like hear Mark grab the mic like, uh, well, she'll be back and uh, we're going to make sure she's okay. But no one came in. And I'm no there. girl ran in after no you? one. The and fuck I'm in these there bitches for at least point. a minute. And I'm just in the stall like, like my career is over. Like I'll never work. Again. Like, I don't know why I went to that, but I was just like, I'll never, I did this to myself. It was embarrassing because I smoked weed. I wasn't eating. I like, I just felt like, and I have right. a lot of issues with when I was anorexic, I used to like almost faint all the time. And then my biggest fear was fainting because then mm. I did it to myself and everyone knows I need to go to the hospital and then I'm a, I'm an addict and I'm right. like, whatever. The so I had effect. all these things coming up where I'm like, I did this to myself. I'm so embarrassed. I ruined the show, blah, blah. And then, and then I had the embarrassment kick in where you get angry, yeah. like at outwards. Yeah. You, like you can't take it inside. So you go, fuck all you guys. And then I'm like, why is no one coming in to help me? Uh-huh. And I just like got out of the stall and I, flew open the door which is right next to the stage and everyone is like looking at me because she's out you know and I go is anyone gonna fucking help me (laughs) 
screamed at this room of people that are just concerned. Drama queen, yeah. And then I ran into the kitchen. I was like, get me some food. And I ran, and these like people working in the kitchen are just like, who is this crazy bitch? So they give me some food, and I'm in there, and I'm like, where's Taylor? Because I had one friend on the show, Taylor Williamson. Do you know Taylor? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So Taylor just comes back, and he's like, are you okay? He's like 17 at the time. Like, what's happening? And it was just so humiliating. And then when I eventually emerged from the kitchen, like, with my tail between my legs, everyone applauded like I was alive. It was so humiliating. That is really funny, though. What's your Hennessy story? <laughs> By the way, I do love the idea that you think your career got ruined. It's like, this next chick, she passed out at Hennessy's and Dana Point. <laughs> no. That's a, I felt like career it was moment. like, it was so embarrassing. It's just so embarrassing It is. To no, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. And let me just say, no one has ever watched someone faint and gone, what an idiot like no, no everyone's go, just is feeling that girl okay yeah people are feeling compassion for you but it is so truly embarrassing when you faint because you're just like <laughs> you flopped out i fainted one time when i was in church as a kid and i was so fucking embarrassed embarrassed, embarrassed so embarrassed and oh. i thought everybody was like annoyed oh. at me yes because i was in the middle of we were on stage doing something for the church oh. or whatever and i fainted as like a little oh. kid yeah and i was so fucking embarrassed. and my dad was like it's okay and i was bawling outside oh. i was like everyone thinks i'm a loser yeah <laughs> It really, it's it. That is a universal. You feeling think of it, you just think everyone's like annoyed at you. No, like and you everyone is just worried. People are excited because they get something to worry about. They're just like something new. Yeah, yeah. no one's judging. No. You. Okay, what's your Dana Hennessy's? Point? Um, Dana Point, dude. Oh God, this is this is so funny. I, I think I've told this on maybe on a podcast before, but um, I don't think I've told it on this one. But what happened was. This is years ago. We used to go down to that show, and um, I don't know why I didn't have. Maybe I didn't have a car yet, or whatever. But I was borrowing my girlfriend's car, and uh, I drove down there. And I'm not proud of any of this, by the way. To be fucking, let me put that out there first of all. But I drove all the way down there. I do the show, and Dana Point is down by the San Diego military base, so it's right by um, what is that, Camp Pendleton, or whatever. Mm. So there's a ton of military kids. And they fucking loved my set. And a bunch of these dudes were like, oh, bro, they're fucking going buy a shot. And I was like, oh, I'm only going to have like a beer and because I got to drive home, you know. So I had a beer and then I had a shot with this guy and I'm, I'm eating my dinner and then he buys me another shot and it's another military dude. And he's like, let me buy another shot. And there's a couple of cute girls hanging around and everyone's kind of, you know, like it's, it's fun. It's jovial, you know, and I'm having two or three shots and then I'm like, oh shit, you know, and this chick is sitting next to me and she's all over me. I mean, she keeps like rubbing my arm, you know, she's doing, she's wasted. And she's like, I just think you're so cute for a redheaded boy. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you didn't need a I'll second half. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. But I'm eating this meal and then and then she's like kind of falling on me a little bit too much. And it's getting a little annoying. You know, when to the point when you're like when someone's flirting with you, but they're too drunk and you're like, you're cute. But this is like, I'm done now. I don't know that. But yes. OK, OK. I get flirted with all the time, but no, the, it, it, so I, I she, don't get flirted with by girls. If a guy is flirting with me, yeah, and but if gets, a guy's been too drunk, is he any annoying when you're like, dude, go the fuck away. I mean, but the, but it, it, even if he has the potential to get that annoying, I don't entertain it from the get go. So there's uh, so no chance for him to like even get to that right. point, but I get it for girls. So I, so this girl was being too much and whatever. And then this, bro came up to me and gave me one of these like I'm drunk bro speeches where he's like dude I fucking love you I think you're the fucking shit da, 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 da. and he's like oh dude you met my girl and this is his fucking wife who's sitting next to me who's like all over me and I'm like oh that's your wife and he's like yeah it's my fucking wife dude da, da, da. and I'm like by the way these are all young military kids you know they're all probably 23 years old or whatever 22 and I'm like oh okay well you know she I think she might have had a lot and he's like really He's like, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, we should get her home. I was like, you definitely probably should get her home at this point. And these other bros are like, you should come back and party with us. And I was like, I just, nah, I don't know. And two of the other comics are like, we're going to go have a drink with these military dudes. They live right there. Like, let's go. And I was like, I don't, I've I done don't this know. So many times. I was like, I don't know. Should I really? Yeah, in the beginning of your career, you just go home with people. Oh, you and you're like, let's go party. So many people's houses. So this is fucking insane. He's like, hey, um, why don't you 
drive my wife to our place. We're going to go get liquor. I'm like, you leaving me alone with this fucking girl who's like falling all over me? He's like, yeah, it's right there. These guys will follow you. I'm stupid. And I'm like, okay, I get this idiot in my car. It's so dumb. Like, why? So we drive to this guy's condo complex or whatever. And there's a bunch of different rows of cars. We go into their apartment and it's just me and her. I'm like, where's everybody? And she's like, they're on their way. She's like, do you want to get high? And I was like, uh, no, I don't think so. And she's like, come upstairs. And I was like, no, this is a trap. This is like where I get, you know what I mean? This is where she's like naked. He comes in. He's like, what the fuck? He shoots me. So I'm, I'm like, no, I'm not coming upstairs. I'm, I'm okay. Come down here. You know, let's, let's go outside. Where is everybody else? She's like, one second, just one second. I dip because I'm getting nervous. I'm like, this scenario is bad. As I'm outside, a fist fight breaks out. Like a fucking full-on bro fight. Like 10 dudes. These military dudes are fighting some other fucking dudes. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm out. I jump inside the car. And as I'm taking off, cherries. Woo, cops. I get no, pulled over. Yeah. No. Yes, I get pulled over. And it's a male and a female cop. I'll never forget this. He pulls me out right away. And I pull over in like an illegal zone spot because I'm in the condo complex. He pulls me out and he goes... uh, you, you, you running away from this fight? Well, I was like, no, dude, I'm a comic. They invited me over. They, there was a fight broke out. I just want to go home. He sits me on the ground. He arrests me and he's like, we're going to make you blow because you know, they've already got two people drinking and driving. <sighs> I was young where I was like, fuck it, I'll blow. I blew. He looks at it and laughs. And he goes, you're going to jail, bud. And I was like, fuck, I'm broke. I'm so broke. What I have year my is girlfriend's this? car. Uh, 2007 or eight. Oh my God, that's when I fainted. Yeah. Okay. Oh and, I, and, and, and I was so poor and, and, and I had her fucking car and I was like, this is like the, I'm sitting on the curb, my hand, I'm handcuffed. He goes with two other cops to go, to go arrest and get all these other dudes to break up the fight. This female cop sits down next to me. It was insane. And she's like, if your story's true and you're not lying, I'm going to help you out because you seem like a nice guy because I was being cooperative. And I was like, are you being serious? And she's like, yes, but if anything is a lie, I'm going to fucking throw you in jail. Two of these military dudes come up in handcuffs and she goes, she goes, walks up to him, asks him all these details. And then she turns, she goes, is that the, is that the comedian? Da, 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 they're talking, they're talking. She comes back over and she goes, okay, you're not a liar. I said, I just, I just wanted to get out away from this fight. Cause they said he wasn't in the fight. They were like, he didn't fight. I don't even, we didn't even see him. So she, she takes off the handcuffs and she goes, there's one condition. You have to sleep here tonight at somebody's house. So here I am going up to these military dudes being like, can I sleep over at somebody's house? It was the fucking most awkward. The cop is next to me Could and she's you sleep like, in your car? No. Well, here's why. She goes, I'm going to tow your car because so you can't drive home. And, and it's parked illegally, by the way. So I was like, okay. I mean, I'm fucking, all right, fine. One nice dude, this military dude, this kid, Michael, he was like, you can stay at my house, man. You can sleep on my couch. I slept on his fucking couch. This guy fucking made me breakfast and drove me to the Laguna Beach tow yard, which is in the middle of the Laguna Canyon the next morning. I tried to give him money and he wouldn't take it. He was just a nice fucking dude. Drove me there. was like, good luck, man. You were the, you were the shit last night. I got there the next morning. The car was towed in the lot and it had a, a $500, um, uh, whatchamacallit, a, a handicap ticket on the, on the window. And, and the cop had written below it, you're welcome. Oh my, my God. God, that's it was such like, a good story. It was like the nicest, and she was so fucking cool. Like the dude cop, if he had stayed, I would have gone to fucking jail. He wanted he wanted me so bad to get fucked. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, you dummy, we got you, trying to flee the scene. She, for some reason... She could sense your humanity. Because I, I was like, dude, I just didn't, I didn't want to be in this fight. I didn't want to be at this guy's house. Like, I just wanted to go fucking home. Thank God for like cool cops. Oh, she was fucking incredible. But to this day, 
that was like the lesson for me to be like, I'm, I cannot get by. Even if I have like one beer, it's like, I'll just Uber or I'll fucking, you know what I mean? Like I can't sit at a bar, drink, and then consciously be like, okay, I'll, I'll go. Cause I knew what she did was such a gift. Like it was such a gift. And the ticket was cute. It was funny yeah. that she was like, I'm going to fuck you a little bit more. The toe was expensive as shit. And the yeah, ticket. Yeah, so you didn't get off scot free at no, all. No, but I mean, but fucking like a DUI, 10 a grand D- or whatever. Oh, I remember just like right before I left LA the first time, it was 2000. I moved out here in 2006. And then I'm, in 2009, I was just drinking so much and every night flirting with a DUI. And I was like, they're going to get me and my life's going to be ruined. Yeah. You have to leave. Yeah. Like I, and that's why I was like, I'm going to go to New York where I can drive. Where I'll drink, but I can't drive. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, that's like the number one reason I won't move to New York, by the way. It's too drink heavy for me. Yeah. Every time I go, I ha- I have tr- I have trouble there. Yeah. It's too much party. I know too many people there. It's too much fun. It's too much going on. It's mm-hmm. like I end up here, 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 and here, and then I just get a little weird the next day about feeling bad about partying too hard in New York. And I never can. And L.A. Nah. I mean, you can party here, but like, uh, it's no just, one's hanging out here. They don't Wait. want to. People want to go home. They're like, I gotta, I gotta get home. I guess. I gotta and think. now in my age range, now it's like now. People have kids and families and all that shit, so it like promotes me less. But when I have friends in New York, that's oh, still they're the same. still raging. They're fucking. They party so hard. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's I have friends nice. with multiple kids. They still they drink like nothing ever happened. Yeah. You love it. You go. It's nice. I know. I, it I, is nice. I love New York for that reason, but it's also. It's a it's a it's a terrible place when you have an addic- addictive personality. Yeah, yeah. I but drinking like you going to like you're going to drink today and watch football. Yeah, right. That yeah. sounds so great. Yeah, come on over, come do it. Nah, I mean like I don't care about. Give me fake. I don't drink, you. and also I don't care about football. And yeah, where do you go? You just like go to a friend's house, or do you go to? a I'm bar? I'm having people over, but usually you either go to like a a bar to watch it with a bunch of people, or like a restaurant that also shows. I love neighborhood bars. Like that, how many buddies are you having over? Like what's this gonna look like? Is four or five. Someone making like pigs in a blanket, or there's gonna be like a <laughs> salsa bowl. You're like so a domesticated. Party. I love that. Uh, is there like I made chips and dip? Like no. do you have? Do you offer that to your friends? Yes, but it won't be that arranged. It'll be more like chips, dip, and beer, and like maybe order a pizza fun yeah just guys very like boring guy shit uh-huh okay. it's very bl- very basic guy bullshit to are do. they comedians uh no none of them not how a do one you of them. know people humans yeah i have but a lot of human them? friends but how uh, do you know these people um when i first moved to la um a guy one of the one of them is the guy that i grew up a guy i grew up with he's not uh, a comic he's in the business but not a comic mm. and then i met other people through him that i just yeah. slowly like fell in love with cool I have human friends. Well, I'm going to I'm going to brunch with some friends. Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, um, I don't know exactly. Yet. You're going to you're going to brunch with comic friends. Joey's Cafe, I think it's like it's not that good. But no, it's not that good. I used to live around the corner. From I like me. I, I like it though. I I just you know what the number one phrase from that place is when what? I eat breakfast there. What? The guy I love the guy's accent. He goes fruit or potatoes. That's what you get as your side. That's so funny. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I've heard potatoes. that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he's like, I'm like, I'll just get the scrambled eggs with turkey bacon. He's like fruit or potatoes. <laughs> it like rings in my head now. I used to live around the corner from there. Yeah. It's I great. call that place fruit fruit or potatoes. Fruit or potatoes. Um, okay, I'm gonna enjoy my football game. You go enjoy your fruit or potatoes. Yeah. Um, do you want to plug dates and all that shit? Are you moving on the road? Yeah, I'm on the road so much. NikkiGlazer.com. Boom. When is this? coming out uh in a week in, in a on week. friday in on friday this this coming up friday I wish I would have, can i look at my schedule and see yeah where do I'm it be? look at your I phone just tell people where i'm gonna be i always want people to tell the right information yeah you know yes. like let's do that okay so tacoma you want to come see me in tacoma you can next week uh <laughs> not there i'm not gonna look be. this comes out portland on, this is on the 11th this comes okay. out this friday portland tacoma oxnard I don't want to say it yet. Axnard, uh, Dallas, 
I mean, any of these places you can come see me. Pittsburgh. I'm on the road until the end of time because I'm working on a Netflix special and I'm trying to. Do you already it. have one lined up with them? Uh, yes. An hour? Yes. Nikki, congratulations! Yeah, I'm gonna be so famous. You're gonna be so famous. Oh my god. That's gonna be the night. You're gonna be the next big thing. That's like that's it. Do I feel like 2019 is your year? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think. I think 2020. Is it? Yeah, because 2019, I've like. It's over now. Special, yeah, it's almost. I'm 2019. It's just. It's just begun, but it's listen, over. Listen, they're all my year. I don't. I could Ooh, get no more. I don't want anything else. I am so happy. I just want to stay. It. Like I can afford everything I want. What's the one thing missing from your life right now? Love, a partner, a husband. Is it really though? Yeah. That is. Yeah, I want. I want to be in a relationship where I'm having sex like all the time. Does it eat you up a little bit? Um, yeah, yeah, it's like, it consumes my life. It makes like me a little bit sad. Boys, no, but it's fun having crushes and being like, did he look at my thing yet? Like, it's, I like all this shit, talking to my friends, sending screenshots of text right. conversations. It's all fun. And when I find the person I'm going to be with for however long, it will stop. So I'm going to try to enjoy being single. Do you and believe like in forever? The, no. No I mean, way. yes, yes. I think that it is possible to find someone that you're like, this is it. But like, I keep saying I want to get married and people are like, uh, and I go, I just want to try it. Yeah, you're allowed to try it. Most people, most of the time it doesn't, like a lot of times it doesn't work and I'll be okay with myself if I, if I don't, like I did Dancing with the Stars thinking the worst thing that could happen is me getting voted off first. Right. It happened and it's fine. Nothing matters. So like getting married and being like the worst thing that could happen is I get divorced. Yeah, so is everyone. So like, I just want to try it. I think. Getting a divorce is like getting kicked off Dancing with the Stars. I feel like <laughs> I mean, that's the parallel. <laughs> that's I an just, obvious parallel. For me, getting kicked off Dancing with the Stars was just not an intended consequence. It was the least likely thing that would happen. It was my biggest fear. And then it happened. And you realize sometimes when your biggest fears happen, the thing that you're like, that. well, if I take this chance, there's no way that's going to happen. Right. Sometimes it does. And it's okay. Yeah. Everything's okay. Yeah, everything is going to be fucking fine. Because everything's always been okay. Have you ever heard that quote? When you're freaking out about something, okay. it's going to be like if you're th freaking out about an audition or like something, or like, and well, it's going to be okay because everything always has been. Yeah. And you just look back, that for some reason, some people don't like that quote. I'm I, like, in the oh, moment, yeah. it kills me though. I love it because I'm like, yeah, anytime you're like, <laughs> it's like, no, because I felt that way a million times and I'm sitting here and I'm not feeling that way about that thing that I thought was everything. But for some people, I think it really isn't going to be okay. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're all going to die. Yeah. Yeah, but think about it like you can't call Louis C.K. and be like, dude, it's going to be okay. Yes, you can. No, it's no. Yes, you can. You'd be like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You think it's going to be okay for him? Uh, Yeah, I think it is okay for him. I think it's going to be tough for a long, long time. Listen, I don't think it's going to be okay. If he wasn't going through, the, we're all going through tough things. We sure. all have different levels of toughness. Yeah, but we didn't jerk off in front of people in a private room and get kind of banned. He'll be okay. You think he's, so? When you say okay. okay, you mean he'll come back as I mean, career-wise? No, like he'll, he has the potential to lead a happy life. You think so? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. You might it, be right. I'm I not saying that I'm wishing that for him. I'm not saying that right. I'm not wishing that for him. But I think that no matter what you go through, you have the potential to be content in sure. your life. You can fix You'll your be okay. You can fix your mistakes. That's what I mean by okay. Like just like, all right, okay. Yeah. yeah. You can fix your mistakes. Yeah. You can bounce back. You from can shit. still have love in your life and still be loved and accept love and give love. And I think that means okay. Like if you get, let's see, everything falls apart next year for you yeah. and you go broke and you have nothing, but you meet a guy in the meantime and you guys are really fucking in love. Okay. Is that going to save you, you think? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. That's right. It takes you, but I could say that every, I could be the worst things that could happen to me and I could end up homeless on the street in the worst scenario that I could ever imagine for myself alone and homeless 
and no family, no friends, no loved ones. And it would be very difficult. But even in that scenario, I think that I could be okay. Wow. I hope. I'm that's trying a, that's mentally a very positive way to be to, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Because truly all you have is yourself in the end anyway. I know. What a nightmare. I'm just so into Sam Harris right now and yeah. meditating. <laughs> Can you tell? Yeah, you really are. I really think I could be in solitary confinement in a prison. You'd that's be the, good. That's the mindfulness I want to get to is that I could be like, oh, I could go be alone for the rest of my life and I would be mentally okay. I would be fine with that, just not solitary confinement. Like, no, no, I'm, no, no, if, no. if everybody leaves me in my life and I gotta live alone, like out in, like in the woods by a lake, I'm good. That I'm okay with. Okay, we just that's kind of that like my weird there. happiness. I do want the water. Lake Bell. I want Lake Bell there. I want Lake Bell there. <laughs> I want to. I want to be. I want to clarify. I want to be it's not just a lake. With Lake it's a Bell wood. on a lake. So I'm not alone. It's no, with, not it's really fucking alone. <laughs> well, we won't be alone. And if we, if, you, if everything falls apart for you, you know, I'll I'll be there. Thank you. That means a lot to me. And it, I just I think you say it to a lot of people. So you're going to be very busy with all these, uh, all, these all these people that are all these comedians who yeah. end up alone yeah. on the streets we'll see what calling happens. you for our last call. Thank you for coming, Nikki. Thank you, Andrew. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.